Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. Today, Casey and I made a very, like, impressive salad. Um, mushrooms went on it. I had made refried beans earlier. Those went with rice on it. In a sense, it was kind of like a power bowl, but there was way more lettuce than rice. And Casey put some nutritional yeast on it as well. So that with the, uh, I think it was like a green goddess salad, salad dressing, worked out really well. You know who hasn't been working out really well, if um, I'm led to believe from these hints I've been getting, is Jenna, our friend Jenna. We were messaging her earlier, and I was like, what have you been up to? And she was like, working out, <laughs> exercising, and I was like, how so? And she just like ignored the question and said something else. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how have you been exercising? And she just ignored the question even more. And I think that uh, I'm just curious. Does she mean like jogging? I think she usually means jogging. But um, maybe she means like using one of those bungees. I don't know. Jump roping. Of course, Jenna lives in Chicago, so she's probably not doing much outside. Hmm. Anyway, what else has been up with Casey and I today? Well, whew, like I said, it made beans. I've been still fascinated with Drive My Car. I went looking for reviews of it last night and again today. It's a very under-reviewed movie by a lot of people who seem we didn't have a lot of people. I don't mean to contradict myself. There's only a few reviews, and none of the people seem especially well-informed about the uh, filmmaker, the subject material, the illusions in the movie or the text. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much to be said for it. So I had to do some of my own kind of research and look up his other movies and watch reviews of those and read Wikipedia, get a sense of things. Um, and I learned a little bit. I, I had a few tabs open at one point with both the director's previous four or five movies. This guy is born in 1978. The first IMDb entry that he had with a date on it, I think it was 2009, so he's about 31 years old. But now that would make him uh, 78. I don't know. He's like my mom's age. He's a little Korean guy, I think. Could be Japanese. Um, the book's Japanese. You know, in a, I don't know. Anyway, he had a very highly critically acclaimed movie a few years ago called Happy Hour. And it. There was a theme in a bunch of his movies, which I noticed first in this one. They're like women's movies, like K-drama movies. And that makes sense because this was a serious bubbling, I heard it described as, drama. Drive my car, that is. Um, yeah, you go looking at other ones. This one was Start a Man, Drive My Car. The other ones, 
Happy Hours was about a group of women going on a girls' trip five hours long, might I add. So this three-hour-long, tense conversation piece movie pales in comparison to the five-hour-long one he made a few years ago. He also had another movie that came out this year, which was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, also highly, highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, etc. But that being said, when I would watch the trailers for any of his movies, which was the last thing I did, it didn't make me want to watch them. Happy Hour, which came in on like lists of best movies of the 2010s I saw, is a movie that I would like... Oh, except for that it's not in English. I'd have it playing on in the background. Like, I want to know about it, but if it's anything like, if not more of this five hours, I don't know. It didn't look as good in the trailer. That's what I'm getting at. They didn't look as amazingly acted from the trailer. They didn't look like they had the best cinematography ever. By any means, they they didn't really look well lensed specifically, or especially well lit. They also didn't seem to have a really cool car in them. But there was a funicular rail car. I saw. Um, there also was in 2018 another adaptation of a Murakami, I think, short story. Starring, uh, maybe not starring, but he, the, one of the characters was played by the uh, that Korean American guy from. I almost said Lost, but what I mean is, The Walking Dead. And he, people liked him, but sometimes. There's a limited resource of things that you like. And after watching those reviews, I came out and I was saying to Casey, um, you you oftentimes find a filmmaker that you just wish all their past work was good and you had just somehow not worked or not heard about it. And that's rarely the case, that you find a new favorite filmmaker with a rich filmography that... Uh, Holds your interest going back in time. It does happen. Lars von Trier. I mean, a lot of them are just older than me. So how that's that's what's going to happen. Most good movies have already been made. So Lars von Trier comes to mind. Yeah, Werner Herzog. But other other guys, you find them and you're like, oh wow, that was so good that movie. Oh, who's this guy? I wish I would have heard about him. And then all their prior movies are significantly worse than the one you first found out about. But special, maybe more unique, just not as polished. They don't have the international appeal. Um, so that's how I feel about the one guy. <clears throat> but with Haruki Murakami, he's the exception. He's like you discover that he wrote one thing and if you like it, you'll love everything else probably. There's a best like three or five depending on your standards, but like it's pretty consistent. They're all really good. 
So when that's the case, I kind of like to save examples for later. I like to have new old films to watch. To me. New to me. Anyway. I just wish that some of these reviews would have talked more specifically about like the scene where the driver and the the two main characters hold their cigarettes out the roof of the car. Like, mention that. Talk about that. Um, I wish that there would have been specifically more close-up shots of them interacting with some of the items that were on display. Again, the car. The car they interacted with a lot. It took up a lot of screen time, but a lot of that screen time of the car was them getting in and out of the back seat from a wide or them standing next to it talking, them sitting in it, but it's always shots of their face, etc. And I think that they could have done with a punch-in or two of the radio, the blinker, the knob that turns the seat back, the buckles, like any, seriously, two cool details of the car would have gone a long way in a film that had many, many shots of someone crawling into the back seat of a car. You know, opening the front door, moving the seat forward, and then allowing someone to crawl in before putting the seat back down and closing the door. Could have used a punch-in shot. And then, uh, yeah. No, so that, that's a criticism. That's a criticism. But there were great moments, too. The elements of sign language that were used in it, the multiculturalism of which sign language is usually overlooked. It's a pretty specific one. And the amazing way that some of those tools were used. Like the fact that she is does have sign language, so people have to interpret how that really adds some runtime having someone do something slowly in sign language before another person with no rush about them repeats it and then someone responds back through that same interpreter that triples your time right there of a conversation and they include that and it's really good that they do i think um yeah So there you are. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please stay healthy. Come again tomorrow.